Welcome in to another episode of the Dude and Bird Show. I'm the Dude. Bird here. I got breaking news. This is broke half hour ago. We are recording on uh, May of Monday, the 7th of 2018. Uh, Rob Gukrowski, they are tweaking his contract. What? So what, what they did last year was they added another $5 million to his contract. So they're probably doing the same thing. Oh, so wow. Last May, New England added $5.5 million. Insensitive, insensitive. I can't say the word. Incentives. Incentives to Gorkowski's contract in the 2017 season. Oh, so all right. Ten million last year, so they're probably doing the same thing again this year. Woo! Nice. I mean, he's 20 years old. He's making eight million in base salary this season, so we'll see. He should be paid anyways, like big money. I mean, well, he's outplayed his eight-year, 54 million dollar extension. So he's had with the past since 2012. So. Wow. I can't believe he's already been here that long now, dude. It's been... Oh, she's 28. What did he get here? Like 2010, 2011? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so he's like 2021 20, when he got here. Huh. It's been that long. It, it doesn't feel like it. I feel like he got it like five years ago. Maybe even sooner. It's Might crazy. be. I don't even know, dude. Coming in hot! <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So how's your Cinco de Mayo? Oh, it was great. Thank you. How about yours? I had like three parties to go to. I had to go to a home opening, home opening party. Oh, my God. Housewarming party in New Hampshire, and then my sister's best friend. She runs like a uh, liquor. She does liquor tastings, so she works for this company. Just all types of booze, like you name it. She has it, like wine, whiskey, tequila, vodka. Like she has all these like names all sorts of uh, alcoholic beverages of yes. choice. Yes. Oh yeah, that you've never heard of before. I'm mean, we just tasting sample on that, and then what's the name? Uh, Haverhill for my buddy's barbecue after that, and I spend the night there. Oh, That's nice. Crazy. What did I crazy. do Saturday? Uh, I played golf. Of course you did. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, they upped the prices at our usual course, so that's the chances are we ain't going back there because you could play anywhere for the price that they charged us. So essentially, they can just go pound sand. <laughs> um, yeah, and then I watched the Celtics, obviously. I but. missed that game. I, I heard it on the radio. Oh, it was I, a hell of a game. I heard it on the radio. I heard they should have the, never blown that game, though. That was a big issue. How hilarious was it that the Sixers just let the confetti come down? Oh, I know. And then they had to waste all that time to come sweep up all that crap. <laughs> Wasting time. That's, uh, that's all Wasting that was. 10 minutes of my life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm not going to have that time back now. Thank you very much. <laughs> Asses. I was crying laughing when I heard it on the radio. Make sure you go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude and Bird Show. Like us on Facebook. Tell your friends about the show, please, and thank you. We greatly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So coming up today on the starting five, we're going to lead off attending to the garden. We're going to do a Red Sox roundup. We have our final round of Slew Banger Madness. Oh, yes. So we'll find about that. We'll find out about that just over halfway through the show Good. before we move into the Patriots pat down. Yep. And since the last time we recorded, the Patriots have made all their draft picks. They did a ton of crazy moves. That was just a, a wet and wild weekend yes, for the was. Patriots. I got really no beef with it, but we'll continue on with that. No, we got the first the two picks I had just no problem. food in the birdcage. I had no problem with the first two picks. After that, I was like, what the hell's going on? No, me neither. They kept moving. They wanted to stockpile picks. I, I kind of have a conspiracy theory behind that, but right, we'll, get to we'll that hit later. that after. So, the Bruins are done. Oh, no. I was on my ride home on whatever, whenever the heck game four was, and uh, they broadcast the Renee Raincourt's uh, final singing of the national anthem, or what could have been. Yep. And I said to myself, this is going to be the last effing time <laughs> this dude sings the national anthem at TD Garden because they're going to lose two more in a row, and then they're going to lose and be out of the playoffs. But, hey, go Golden Knights. I think I've everyone's been, jumping on that bandwagon. I've been on it since the day they were incorporated. I, no, this is true. We both have been. Yep. We, we go back in the files of the Dude and Bird Show podcast. We, we've, we jumped on what since day one. Yeah, you could probably find it in episode, like, 13. Mind you, we're on episode 52. Ooh, finally. Right yeah. now. I know, because our whole schedules over the last, I don't know, week and a half have it's been, been crazy. They have not matched up no, at all. No. I mean, I got You the have the Red Sox at night, and then... You're I'm free, <laughs> and then you're free, and I have like roller hockey or something stupid. So just it hasn't worked out well, but we're finally getting to record it. Yes. So regardless, matters. the mm-hmm. Bruins effing lost four straight, four in a row. I know, crazy. Game one, they came out hot, six to two. I'm like, this team looks amazing. You and they everybody else, right? Yeah, I know, because Tampa yeah. Bay was not being physical with the Bruins at all. They're just the Bruins were skating around them in circles. Yeah, it was crazy. They weren't being physical with the Bruins at all. That's why it was six to two. It was awesome, and then 
Rask loses his friggin' blade, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, that was, stopped dude, he, he's such an idiot. If he kept his composure, he would have made the save there. Rather than bitching and moaning about the refs, the refs are going to finally see it eventually. Yeah. Keep your head in the play. Yeah. If you didn't get the attention the first time, why you got to start kind of skating around and yelling and bitching and moaning? Get back to the net and keep your head in the damn play. Yeah. Instead, you gave up a goal because you're too busy bitching and moaning about your skate blade. Suck ass. He blows. I hate Tuka Rask. I'm done with him. I'm done with Brad Marshawn, too. Why? Because he freaking licks people. Keep your damn tongue to yourself. No, I don't have time for this nonsense. This guy's getting suspended every two weeks. He's getting fined, and he's licking people. Get the hell out of here. I don't got space for you on my team, Pika. I like it. I, he I'm sucks. I like it. I'm done with hilarious. him. That whole line sucked. What, the Marshawn line? Oh, they yeah. Cra- oh, Krejci sucked. That whole, no, that whole line sucked. They didn't have, what, they had a goal maybe in the first game, and then they went four games, a five-on-five play, and not score a goddamn goal? You suck. They suck. Happened. I don't know what happened in them games two, three, four, and five. Like, they're just drained. And someone said yesterday, oh, it's because they went seven games with Toronto. I'm like, no, don't make excuses. No, it's because like Tampa Bay's defense is unbelievable. Yeah, they're being very physical with them. Hedman is ridiculous. They kept pinching him. They, they they couldn't get to the puck to the center of the net. No, they couldn't. They made him play along the boards. And someone brought up the point that they were doing what Ottawa was doing, 1-3-1 in center ice, and that was confusing the crap out of them too. Well, they have, they have You met a team in the NHL playoffs that is better than you. Yeah, the better team won. And quite frankly, the Bruins exceeded all of my expectations for this season. Yeah, they did. Because you had them not going to the playoffs at all. Exactly. I, I, I had faith in them since day one. Exactly. I didn't even think they were going to go that far. And you know what? Hey, they made it five games. Good for them. Woohoo. <laughs> Their de- the Bruins defense sucked. They were just flat. I think it's time for Chara to go. I, I mean, the- to them signing that deal that they made this past spring, I'm like, I don't like that at he all. He shouldn't be their number one defender. No, he's a, he's a step. I, I have no issue it. if he's your number two or three guy. Yeah, me too. No problem with he that. He shouldn't be number one anymore. Exactly. Pass the torch, buddy. It's yep. okay. No, it's, it's on right. to someone else. I don't know who's going to be available. We'll have to go on and look to see who's coming up in NHL free agency. You know what else is pissing me off? Like the turnovers. It was so pathetic. Yeah, bad puck and control. everyone's like, oh, blame Tuka. I'm like, no, it was a defense. I can name several people on the Bruins' uh, defense right now that blew it with those silly turnovers in our zone. Like, you can't be doing that. No, in the, the, the breakout. They were so good at breaking the puck out throughout the season, and then once once this series came out, they couldn't break the damn puck out of the zone. Timba Bay was in their head. Timba Bay's good. They are good. They're good. They're real good. Ever since they picked up uh, JT Miller there and uh, McDonough. Like, come on. Please. Stacked. They're going. They're they should go to the cup. So it's gonna be Tampa. You think it's gonna be Tampa Bay in Vegas? It should be. Yeah, that'd be my prediction. I mean, Nashville's on the brinks of losing too to the Jets. I thought that was. I can't. Well, I can't Winni- believe that. Winnipeg's Winnipeg's been the number one team at home all season long. It's crazy, isn't like, it? I didn't, I didn't expect them. Like I knew they were good, but I didn't yeah. expect them. Like I was watching some of the games this past week. I'm like, oh my goodness, Winnipeg is coming in and bringing the heat. Zero F's given. I love how all these NHL teams, their fans kind of have like a gimmick. Like they're the whiteout. And then you have uh, Nashville, they all wear like pea yellow. Oh, it's gross. And then, and then Tampa Bay, they're like, oh, no Bruins, no Bruins gear inside the stadium. What a loser. That's, so, that's probably one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. So it's probably Tampa Bay and Washington because they're up three games to two. So what is Washington? What's Washington's gimmick? A gig. Blowing it in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're both gonna be the Penguins, dude. I kind of hope they do. I hope they finally get over the hump, but they're not. They're not gonna go. They're not gonna be able to go on any further. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you never know. They could pull an upset on against the Tampa Bay Lightning if they make it. They have to wait and see. Any, they very well could. Anything could happen. Like all it takes is one puck movement, some weird bounce, and next thing you know, you're in the finals of the NHL. What are you looking at? Yeah, it says. Uh, for the Tampa Bay, how you couldn't wear Bruins gear. Uh-huh. Welcome to the Lexus Lounge. We asked that guest adhere to the club's dress code policy and wear Tampa Bay Lightning or neutral apparel only. Visiting team apparel is not allowed in the Lexus Lounge or its corresponding seats. Guests may check their apparel with a guest service staff member yep. at the entrance of the club. Bite me. Oh, okay. So if I wear my Bruins jersey, you're gonna make me take it off. Yeah. Well, you're impeding on my First Amendment right of freedom of speech here. 
I think it's private property, so it's their rules. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to take a dump right there at their feet. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I have to say to your private I, I, property. I honestly think it's just two sections of the Tampa Bay Lightning like arena. So if they're, they're so if they're doing it's just two that, sections of it. Other than that, you can wear whatever you want. So if they're doing that, though, they should they should uh, have a section of like Bruins fans, where no Tampa Bay Lightning yeah, but gear those is two available. Sections you just talked and brought up is basically like a VIP area. It's all a bunch of rubbish. That, that's all it is to them. Stupid. They just want to see lightning stuff in their VIP areas. That's all. It's so dumb. The, I think it's dumb, but whatever. That's the, their rules. It's Florida. The Bruins season is officially over. What do you think they should do in the off season? I was just going to ask you the same question, too. Beef up on defense. Defense, number one. You, yep. They need to address that. Yep. Two, I would consider a move at goaltender. But no one's gonna trade for him. No one's gonna do it because he makes too much damn money. I think he's overpaid. He is. He's really good. He has his moments, but there are times where I'm just like, "What are you doing?" He's dude? not worth that money. No, he's not. Absolutely not. No way. Is he a top 10, 15 goalie? Yes. And I'd turn around. I'd go look for a top six forward. No, we have so much offense, young offense coming up. They need. They need. They need that veteran guy who's borderline stud. For a top six forward, they like need a mesh that. With the young guys, yeah, the ropes, kind of like how they brought in a Bacchus, but yep. better. They need a better than a Bacchus. <laughs> better like, than Bacchus no, like no that. knock on no, Bacchus. I know, I know. Bacchus is a good, solid player. I like the signing, and I'm still a fan of his. But they need a guy who's maybe a tier better than him mm-hmm. to bring in and put in on to those lines. Right. That I don't know. That's that's my feeling. Whether it's a second line winger or Hell, you move the guy up to the first line and you bump the liquor down the line. I don't care. I just want a better defense because these turnovers, I know it's happened a lot in the playoffs, but even during the regular season, you can't have turnovers in your own backyard. No, it, can't it doesn't work. No. And Tampa Bay took advantage of that. Every time I saw a turnover, I'm like, uh-oh, and boom, goal. <laughs> Dude, the, like, past, the last four games only scored five goals. I know, five it's goals, pathetic. It. And the first game they scored six. It's pathetic. Because they won the first one 6-2, and then yep. they lost 4-2, 4-1, 4-3 in overtime, and then 3-1. Awful. Woof. It was woof. Woof. And that, oh, that overtime killed me. My buddy's like, watch, there's a score right here. I'm like, cool, Tampa Bay, just watch. Boom. There's the turnover, boom, boom. Yeah, it happened, it's what, like, like not even two minutes in or something like that? It yeah. was pretty quick. And the refs were just, like, letting them do whatever they want. I was, I felt like I was watching the movie Slapshot. Sure. <laughs> It's that bad. Reffing the, the refs are. I mean, they didn't lose because of the refs, but that's one of the minor factors. But that has to be addressed. Yeah, they mi- they did miss a few to- a few calls. Oh my god! I'll admit that, but I'm with you on that, dude. It's not because of the refs. The better team won. Exactly. No, I know. I'm not gonna. Even if it was that. a neutrally officiated series, the Bruins were still gonna have to lose. I don't care. They were, the way Tampa Bay was playing, there was no way the Bruins were gonna get by them, especially the way they were playing, which was dog tucker. We should, never, we should in. never lost. I don't think we should have lost that game for in overtime because if it, if we won that game, we would still be like, oh, Bruce. No, that a chance. was that was a Bruins chance to win. Yeah, and they blew it. They did. Oh, well. I don't know. suck bags. Wow. Oh, hey, hey, don't hate on them that bad, Jesus. Better luck next year. You're such a hater. I know, but whatever, dude. We're moving on to the Celtics because the Celtics have a chance to sweep the Philadelphia 76ers. And we've been the underdog in all four of these games. We're 6.5 underdogs for this game, too, in Philly. Yeah. See, I wonder I wonder with basketball what, what they give you already off the top as a favorite at home. We have home. two guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, for football, they normally give you, what, three points? Yeah. It usually is. Mm-hmm. So I wonder what it is for basketball, if there even is one. We have two guys. <laughs> we got Dan and Joe Murray. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'd have to find out, but... They've, they've been on a tear. They took that first series in seven against the Bucs. They had a great win in game seven on that one. Yep. And then now we've we've basically it's almost been, swept the Sixers. Yeah, it's been a very interesting series. Like, everyone in Boston's involved because game two we came back from 22 points. Oh, insane. And then, like, the confetti dropped last game like we <laughs> talked about earlier. And then oh my we won by God. three. I wish Idiots. I saw some of that game, but I was driving everywhere that day. Yeah. Well, they've been. <laughs> Want to break it down for me? This series, yeah, this series so far, I, I, I put, I wrote a story about this earlier. There's a new big three in town. <laughs> hell with, hell with Irving and Gordon. All right, I'm listening. It's, it's Tatum, Rosier, and Horford. Okay. okay, okay. 
Because so far, through this is just against Philly. Yep. I went through and I I have the numbers throughout the whole playoffs, but quite frankly, I just want to focus on this one series. All right. Tatum, he's averaging just over 24 points a game, three rebounds, and three assists. Rozier, 22.3 points, seven boards, and six assists. Horford, 17 points, eight boards, four assists. Damn. They've been killing it. Oh, yeah. But then you add in, I called them the, uh, oh, man, the something six. Because I added in Jalen Brown, who's averaging 14.5 points and 6.5 rebounds. Morris coming off the bench at 10 points and 6 boards. And then Marcus Smart with 12 points and 3 boards. Every time he shoots a three, I'm like, I might have him go, oh, Christ, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it gets a, it gets a little scary there. It's like, oh God, no, yeah. Just because you don't you don't know what he's gonna do. He's like, yeah, a, he's an enigma. Basically, it's great to have him back. Oh, yeah, he had absolutely. an epic return in Game Five of last series, which he's, is nice. To he's see. phenomenal on defense. Oh yeah, hands down. He, he's him. Rosie is a good defender too. The way these two guards have been playing, sizzling six, sizzling six. That's what I called them. Nice. <laughs> They've been playing extremely well, but then. Yeah, okay, so you're going against a guy like Joel Embiid. He's going to get his. He's a double-double kind of guy. Yep. He's putting up 24 points and 15 boards. Redick, the guy. He's all over the place. He is. Yeah. And I don't know how many shots the guy can hit with hands in his face. It's amazing. It's ridiculous. <laughs> He's averaging 20 points. But then you, guy, you get a guy like Ben Simmons who was in all these rookie of the year conversations and all this crap. He comes out and puts up how many points, Bird? One. One. I had my hand in the air with one one up in the air. one point. I was dying laughing. And that that clown, that jabroni, is averaging less than ten points a game so far. He should, no, he shouldn't be rookie of the year. I, I swear to God, if he gets rookie of the year, I'm gonna be pissed. Oh no, he's not going to. It's it's. It's gonna be that kid from Utah. Yeah, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, it's gonna Mitchell. be him. Because yeah, I, I wrote lights out. I wrote hell with this. It should either be. It's a story for another day, but yeah. it should yeah, either be Donovan Mitchell or Jason Tatum. Okay. And Tatum's been breaking records for the Celtics as well. Record after plus. record. 20 plus points, five in a row. Yeah, I think he, he broke Bird. Bird. Yeah. I'm happy. I'm That's right. huge. They've been playing well. All of them have been playing well. They've been shooting the ball fairly well. It's, uh, let's see. The Seas have shot better than 45% in nice. all three games. The Sixers haven't shot better than 43.5% in any of the games. Damn. The Seas have shot better than Philly from three in every game. But the Sixers have out-rebounded the Celtics in every game, which was expected because you got beasts like a Joel Embiid. Dude gets 15 boards a game. Come on now. <laughs> and we're limiting our turnovers, which is huge. That's a big, big, very big. Huge. Turnovers through the three games, 10, 9, and 13. That's not bad at all. No. Turnovers for the Sixers, 20. 12, 12, and 15. All right. I'll say 20, 19, 17. <laughs> the fouls have kind of come down because I was bitching about the foul calls in the first series. There's a ton of them. The foul oh. calls have kind of dropped here. Nice. How much? How much have they dropped? Um, just a, is it like just, a huge significance, or is it like just from a quick look? Like between ten to fifteen for, fouls for us, it dropped probably an average of maybe four. All right. Okay. Which is pretty good. Not bad. No. Could be better. A lot better. No, and free, for improvement. free throws, we're shooting okay. Like, I got no beef with it. You know how I am about the freebies. Yeah, you shouldn't be missing free throws. No, you should be shooting above a 70%, and they're pretty much doing that. And for the series, hell, they've been shooting, what is it, 79.4% from free throw. The Celtics are shooting the ball well. They're shooting 46% for the series, and 76 is a shooting 41%. Al, Hor Al Horford's been uh, fire. He, he's been my absolute X factor. I wrote about it before this before the playoffs started, and I had him slated in as my X factor. If he plays well, the Celtics are gonna go far. Yep. Oh yeah. Great, because everyone else will follow suit. Hopefully. Exactly. Fall stays the plan. Mm -hmm. Dude shooting like sixty percent from the field. And he came through with game three. Oh, it's unbelievable. He's he uh, put him as clutch. I think he's relatively clutch. Yeah, if it's a big moment in the yeah. game, yeah, you go on to him. Yeah. Whether it's a three or, or down the post. That inbounds pass from Marcus oh, that Smart. Awesome. That was so awesome. I saw that. Great team play. Great draw up on the play coming out of the timeout from Brad Stevens. And then a great pass from Marcus Smart. Mm -hmm. 
That's a tough pass to make. Yeah, it is. I can tell you firsthand, I played the three and the one in high school. Yep. And you got you to gotta lollipop that pass in there like that. That's scary. Yeah. Pick that off. Especially, too, from a guard. Because you're trying to get it up and over, and I think there might be, like, bugs in the ceiling coming down to get us. Nice. We got a whole, we got a new uh, office space to record in for this episode. We had to go, f- we had to go get in because we got locked out of everywhere. <laughs> but Bird got us saying he found some, he found, he found maintenance dude. He came and opened it up, and let us in. Thank you. Look, look down <laughs> here and let me climb up to the ladder of your love. It's you know what I'm saying to you. What in the hell? Southern on me, real quick. Uh, let's see what's going on. There's all sorts of nonsense going on out there, Bird. Well, I mean, we got an Expendables DVD on that corner of the office. Yeah, you want to just watch that? <laughs> <laughs> we have a random beer in here. Was it a Blue Moon? Uh, yeah. Crank that thing open, dude. There's a glass here and everything, too. There's a media guide book and a calendar and a ruler. Yeah. Koozies and random stuff in this office. I can't wait to get the hell out of this building. I know. I can't wait. Honestly. I don't know. I'm going to miss it. I like this location. It's nice No, I do, easy. too. But still, I can't Easy wait. in and out. Easy access. Easy park. Everything's <laughs> easy about it. Yep. Now we're going to go somewhere where the traffic's going to suck. And it's going to be flooded. Yeah, we're going to have to be taking rowboats to work. My Corolla's going to sink like the Titanic. <laughs> it's not going to be good. I hope I have flood insurance on my car. Or I hope they have flood insurance on the building so in case my car does get flooded in the parking lot, it's covered. Oh, crap. I, even, I don't even know if I have flood insurance. Because I'm not paid enough for that. <laughs> Ugh. The Red Sox. What about them? First team to 20 wins in the MLB. Yep. They have the best record in the MLB right now. Yes, they do. The Yankees are right behind us. We're eleven and four at home. I know. Fourteen and five on the road. That's 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 huge right there. Road games are very important. They are huge. And we took three out of four in Texas. Uh, Dude, what is up with sale? What? No, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Price. I always get those two confused. Oh. Right. What is up? I was gonna say Sale had a hell of a no, start. No, he did. He did. <laughs> he fi- no, no, no. I'm sorry, Sale. He finally got run support. Finally, he got like 12 Ks yesterday. I'm not hating on you. What's the deal with Price? He's been pissing me off lately. I just want to go on the disabled list until September. Honestly, get off the freaking mound, dude. He blows. He does. He, he hates Boston with a passion. If he was playing anywhere else, he'd be decent. But some for some reason, he just doesn't like playing in Boston. He got greedy and came here, and now he's suffering for it, and he hates it. You would God. You would think a guy like him who has an opt out at the end of this year would oh, come gone. in would come into the season and pitch his ass off. So then if he does decide to opt out, he'll be able to get paid comparable money as he'd be making here. Because if he hates it that much, how much how much of a of a pay differential will he take to leave? Will he leave a two million dollars on the table, five million dollars on the table to leave? And he's gonna take more than that just to leave. Please, he's a greedy little F. No, no, but no, but I'm saying he'll lose money oh, if he has lose? a down year. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? Two, uh, yeah, he'll probably like. How much million. money would he leave on the table to leave Boston? Two. I can say you're right about. I think I think two. Two million a year he'd leave on the table. Probably. I mean, he, go to the, go to the Dodgers, go to the Padres. You want to go play in San Francisco? Go ahead. Go to the West Coast. Go wherever you want. Just 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 get out of here. Go to a National League team. Just anywhere but here. Anywhere but here. You go to the Yankees and you kick ass. I will hunt you down and kick your ass. <laughs> he truly, he really, he really does blow. He he sucks. I'm not, I'm off the bandwagon with him, dude. Everyone's like, oh, he's gonna be good. He's nah. I've never been on the bandwagon with him. I didn't even like the signing from Getco. No, because he's there's just something about him, man. It's just arrogance. His arrogance. Him is dark ass. And he's not a winner, dude. This year so far, he's two and four with a five eleven ERA. Awful. Thirty seven innings pitched. Awful. That's effing terrible. Oh, that Yankees game when he pitched and he was out the first inning. I was like, what is your problem, dude? Come on. I was so, oh, that pissed me off so much. Oh, my hand. I can't feel my hand. He He's basically a two-to-one a, a two strikeout-to-walk ratio. That's not good at all. He is pretty, he's, he's almost, yeah. Actually, no, he's exactly. He's exactly two-to-one. He has 32 awful. strikeouts and 16 walks. That's... That's unacceptable. And we're paying this guy how much money? Too much. Just like your boy Rask. <laughs> $30 million. Damn. $30 million this year. So next year, this is according to baseball reference. Uh-huh. Next year, he has $31 million coming to him. 
Now, if you go to leave, what would be the minimum if you're David Price? 25 mil? Yeah, he'll. I think so. He'll take his 25 million and go somewhere else to play. We'll pay you to play somewhere else. So that would be <laughs> six. That's a six million dollar differential. He's leaving on the table to leave. I if said he two takes, million earlier. If but. he takes, mm. if he takes a twenty-five mil, because uh, someone will obviously pay him that. Oh yeah. Like I said, go to San Diego. Go to the Dodgers. Go to the Giants. Go to the left coast, please. <laughs> See you later. He's he's due thirty. He's getting thirty this year. Yep. Thirty-one next. Thirty-two, thirty-two, thirty-two. That's re- why would the Sox do that? That makes zero sense. Because they were hurting for so- a starting was, pitcher at the and time. And they wanted, and, and they wanted because they ratings. no, because you know That's what? It, it, it all boils down Be to the them not re-signing John Lester. Yeah. That's what it all comes back to. They oh, yeah. came they sure. came to Lester with that low ball offer and they porked themselves and he oh, yeah. said, "You know what? Screw you. I'm going to the Chicago Cubs and my boy Theo Epstein." And win a World Series. Exactly. And he did just that. And that pissed me off. <laughs> and more. he's an effing workhorse. Yeah, I was so mad that they let him go. He was my favorite Red Sox pitcher since Pedro. Really? Okay. Yeah. Oh no, I'm not hating. I'm just saying all yeah. right, there's other no. pitchers out there. I was, I, I wasn't expecting him to be the number one. I was maybe number two. Why? Who? Who would I could have put in front of him? Josh Beckett. <laughs> He's, he was a jabroni. I liked his attitude. Yeah, John Lackey. <laughs> mm, yeah, my boy sipping those Mick Ultras, Told losing you. weight. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude. Um, so yeah, you have the iPhone. Do you have oh. the Tap Baseball app on your phone? Uh, yeah, I have the app. I have this one at bat. No, no, it's called Tap Baseball. It's like a baseball game. Oh, okay. Right and uh. I was playing it the other day, and I was going against whatever team it was, and they had John Lackey. Nice. They made him so effing fat in the game. It was hilarious. I was like, is that Bartolo Colon? <laughs> no, no, no. That's John Lackey, dude. That's, awesome. That's John Lackey. So we have a three-game series with the Yankees coming up, right? Huge. And On then, the road, too. And then who after that? Then it's another three-game road series against uh, Toronto. Nice. Which is... It's a big. Uh, this is. Uh, this is. We need to win two out of three in New York. This it might be happen. their second longest road trip of the season. Just looking at the schedule yeah. real quick, because they have another long one in the middle of June, like dead middle of June. Yeah, I saw that. So I know we have another ten game homestand, not until like August, and everything else is like six, seven, six, seven, yeah. six, seven. Yeah, this is. And then we'll have concerts in the middle, thrown somewhere. This is the ten game road trip. The middle of June is another, t- like thirteen. Ten. Another ten. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, they split up. Every, I, I, me and my buddies out the Red Sox security crew. We were just breaking down every game and how they're away and home and all that fun stuff. Yeah, so they have two. They have two ten game road trips. Mm-hmm. Two, four. Yeah. Yep, those are their two longest. And they're on it right now. And if they keep playing like this... They're on fire, dude. And they're rolling into the Red Hot Yankees. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. I was looking at the stats uh, oh last night when I was pulling up the next the next guy I want to talk about. Awesome. Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> he's leading the league in strikeouts. Really? As of last night. Jeez. And we're recording on a Monday, too, by the way, people. Yep. Just so you know. Because mm-hmm. we didn't tell you. Mookie Betts. Is he okay? I swear to God, (laughs) if the Red Sox don't get this guy re-signed, I'm done. You done being a Sox fan? I'm done. What hat are you going to put on him? I don't know. (laughs) Paw Sox. I'll go root for the Paw Sox. I don't know anybody because this guy is... He's on fire right now. He's dynamite. He is. He's dynamite. I'm just gonna run down. I'm just gonna run down the top stats and tell you where he ranks. Give it to me. <sighs> Batting average. He's fifth in the MLB. Nice. These are all in the majors, according to. Duh, I hope so. It's not minor league. No. <laughs> but it could be AL versus NL. You oh, know what okay, I mean? Okay, my bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is all combined. He's number. He's number five in batting average. Okay. He's, he has a 3.52. Nice. The number one guy is a 3.57. Oh, not not far behind. behind. He's number one in home runs with 13. That's crazy. He's tied for fifth in RBIs at 26. With who else? Do you know? No, I don't know who he's tied with. I can tell you number one, though, is Jed Lowry with 31. Oh, my God. Don't get me started with that. Number eight. He's number eight in on-base percentage. You know I'm big about that. With a 438. Number one is Mike Trout with a 447. Obviously. Not far behind. He's number one in slugging with an 824. That's crazy. Mike Trout is number two with a 694. Wow. That's ridiculous. You're beating him by 100 points. 
Yeah. And slugging more than 100. That's yeah. crazy. Almost yeah. 130. Oh. And then he's number one in OPS. Yeah, that makes sense. With a 1.257. Mm-hmm. Your number two is Mike Trout. Yeah. With a 1.141. So those two are balanced for the American League MVP, huh? That's another, he's, he's ahead of them by another 100 points in OPS, too. Yeah, it's going to be them, too. If he keeps it up, yeah. Yeah. This is just early outlook, people, so don't start getting yeah, all yeah. huffy-puffy. Don't tweet us, you thought Mookie Betts would be the greatest. Uh, he's off the track. I'm like, I'm sure it's going to happen for I him. I know we're only time. like 34 games into a 100 million yeah, game plus season. Yeah. But it's just it's something to look at here because If he Mookie, keeps this up. Yeah. And allegedly they've already gone to him trying to get him to re-sign and everything, and he's telling him to pound sand, which Good. is absolutely genius. Good. Especially if he goes out and wins the MVP this year. Because oh next God, yeah. year, the way the MLB market's going, they're gonna, someone's going to pay him like $40 million a year, which is absolutely absurd. Back up the Brinks truck. <laughs> yeah. Him I'd actually back it up for. If he keeps it up, yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. I He's mean, insane. I hopefully he doesn't go to his head on the floor. Man. Knock on wood, I hope he keeps playing this well. But. Yeah, but he didn't get hurt last, yesterday. He got beamed. Is he, he got right? beamed. I don't no, I know. Saw I was that. at work. I missed it. I saw it. I, then I... Went back and watched the uh, Bruins. Yeah, I know. I know he got drilled. I think he was on the base path, right? Yeah, he. The ball he was going to second. A, it, was a, it was a line drive to first. Guy stepped on first, and he threw to second. And you can see Mookie Betts like get in the way, and he took it off the shoulder blade. Then he slid. It looked like he was grabbing his wrist. He might. Uh, yeah, something. I haven't seen I'll, anything I'll come up quick. today I'll, I'll on uh, on the interwebs, but I haven't seen anything come up about him in I'll, terms I'll of right that. Now. Go ahead, talk away. Oh, uh, yeah? All right. Um, in that case, we'll, I'll move Slam and Slubanga. I'll move, oh, the, I'll move the Slubanga madness down. We'll bump that down. We'll move into the Patriots' bets, pat down. Uh, breaking uh, bets day-to-day with uh, right shoulder contusion. Who's this from? Uh, MLB.com. Perfect. So right. he's day-to-day. So he's fine. Yeah, he'll, he'll be all right. He might take, they might give him the day off today. We'll find out once uh, they release. Oh, no, they don't even play today. Yeah, he'll just ice it. He'll be fine. Have you been taking a baseball off the back? He'll be good to play. He'll be good to play Tuesday night. I hope so. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. I mean, it is a day off today, so he should be icing up real yeah. nice. So the Patriots, they had, they had a, I'd like their draft. What would you give him for a grade? D. A what? I don't like the rest of the round picks. You give him a D, yeah. right? That's what you said? No, no. I like the first two round picks. No, but you're giving him a D? I'm giving him a D. I think that's the lowest grade I've seen or heard from anyone. Really? Yeah. I don't like it. I mean, the f- I, I, Isaiah went and Sony Mitchell. I gave him a B plus. In the second round, I was okay with. After that, I was just like, uh, I don't know. So the first, the first they took with the first round, their first round, number 23 overall, Isaiah Wynn. Yep, that's fine. O-line guard from Georgia. Love it. According to uh, his uh, scouting report, He's an undersized tackle. He's got good footwork, and he's solid on the pass and run uh, blocking scheme. I'd rather have a six two six three O line, and and, and if the defensive tackle. He's six like three. Six, he's six three three thirteen. I'm just saying, if the D tackle is six 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 seven, oh, yeah. you get right under him and just plow him right on his ass. I'm okay with that. And according to the the NFL uh, scouting combine website there that they do the combine slash draft thing they so they do they grade out the players he should become an instant starter that's Good. what they have him graded as he's we'll see what he's got but according to what everything says he's a good blocker he's a smart player he's just slightly undersized for the tackle position but who knows if he's gonna end up playing tackle they could end up sliding somebody else over there and put him a guard that's true that's true. But the reason I'm giving a D is we give away so many freaking picks the sixth and seventh round for the next like 2019, 2020. Like we need players now on defense to help Brady win a championship. I'll get into my conspiracy theory. All right, yeah, get after. into that. Because I mean, I like the cornerback that we got from Florida. I like the linebacks we got from Purdue. I'll just drop it. In now. Arizona State. You know Go. why he traded and he's stockpiling all these picks for oh, next no, no, year no, no, and no, beyond? No. The second one, second round pick for um Garoppolo. I know where you're going with that. No, because he made moves. He kept sliding down the draft because he's stockpiling picks for next year and beyond. You know why he did that? Because Bill Belichick is going to retire at the end of this year, so he wanted to make sure he left Josh McDaniels with a plethora of picks going into his starting of reign of taking over the New England Patriots. You really think this is Belichick's last year? Quite possibly. Oh, we better want all of them. If not, 
it's reverse that. He okay. turned around and he stockpiling all the picks for his final year as the Patriots head coach. I see where you're going with that. So it could go either way. Mm-hmm. He's either doing it so he's setting Josh up pretty or he's doing it to set himself up pretty for his for the last year. Either way, he's leaving it in good, leaving it in good hands. Exactly. <coughs> I have no issue with the drafting of Sony Michelle running back out of Georgia with their 31st pick in the first round. I just love it when all Georgia Bulldog in the first round. I love that. Oh, both of them? It's great. Mm-hmm. He's, uh, according to... The, the scouting reports, what he's... I, what, sorry to cut you off. But I, what I love about it is this offensive guard and this running back, they've been playing for, like, what, four or five years? They mesh, yeah. And so the, it's going to become natural to them when, he's, when they're running down the playbook and they know what play... You know what I mean? You know what I'm going with that? Yeah, they can read each other. be on the other. same page, yeah. Exactly. He's going to follow his ass and just make his cuts. <laughs> you know what All I mean? All the big boy. Oh, yeah. He's he's a decent size, too, for, for a smaller guy. He's 5'11", 212. Yeah, he's like another Lewis. He's he's me with another like forty pounds. <laughs> Legit. I believe you. According according to reports, he's uh one of the one of the drafts best at picking up the blitz. He has good acceleration and breakaway and home run speed. He's great in space. He has good um one of his na- one of his knocks on him is ball security. That's his one knock. As soon as he fumbles, all right, wait, wait, wait. Let's write this down right now. When do you think he's going to fumble? Game one or game two? Because it's going to happen. You want to write? Game two. Game two? Game two. I'll go. I'll be. I'll be that dick and go game one. <laughs> He's not gonna be uh, Kareem Hunt, who fumbled on his first carry of his NFL career. Okay. No. No. I don't know. <laughs> if he does that, I'll laugh my ass off. Oh man. That's not gonna happen. But that's I, the I can one see knock. Him fumble. Out of, a, out of what everybody said is his ball security. Dude ran a four five forty. That's pretty good. Well, he's got to learn how to hold on. I'm bell checking the running back coaches. We'll yep. get him ready for the ball security issues that he has. And according to his grade, he has a chance to become a starter. Good. Then, second round, 24th in the second round, 56 overall. They took Duke Dawson, cornerback out of Florida. I like that depth, that corner. Like chance that. to become a starter is his grade. Mm-hmm. He played 48 games. He had six picks, three touchdowns, 23 breakups, and 82, no, 87 tackles. All right, nice. In his career. Nice. Pretty decent his, for a corner. He's versatile, right? His freshman year, he played safety. His sophomore and junior year, he was the nickel guy. His senior year, he was the outside cover guy. That's the Belichick player right there. Exactly. So he, he could be, you don't be surprised if you see him playing safety this year. Yep. Honestly, or, he, or going back and forth, the yeah. corner. Exactly. He's going to be that slot, slot guy, yep. the slot and nickel guy. Yep, slot inside. Mm-hmm. I love it. I got no issue. Durability. Decent size, too. 5'11", 197. Decent size. He'll put on at least 10 more pounds before the season starts. Go ahead. We'll boot through the, the last guys. Fifth round pick, number 143 overall, Juwan Bentley, linebacker, Purdue. Nice. His grade, better than average chance to make the roster. Okay. So basically special teams and maybe... Rotating in there at linebacker, maybe. Next, sixth round, mm-hmm. 178th overall, Christian Sam, linebacker, Arizona State. Nice. His grade, backup, special teams. Perfect. That's a Belichick player right there. He's He's got good size, 6'2", yep. 244. Nice. The guy Bentley before, he's 6'2", 260. Mm-hmm. I, like this, I like this pick here. Number six, uh, sixth round, 210th <laughs> overall. Braxton Berrios, wide receiver, Miami. The U. My they boys were him. bragging about him, dude. His like, grade. Dude, be a beast. His grade is a backup to special teams, and he has the best Twitter handle I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It's honey, it's like Honey Nut Berrios. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> a main man education for you. Yeah. No. He, he had a good. He had a good career down in Miami. Should be a solid player. He's exactly the Patriots type. Five nine, one eighty four. Who's that sound like? Amadola. Yep, and Edelman. Yeah. And El- oh, yeah, he's he's replacing Amadola. Yep. The girls are going to be loving him up here. Oh, they already are. Oh, I already see all the slew bangers getting loud about him. <laughs> this guy this guy intrigues me. I, I'm working on a story right now about him. Danny Etling, quarterback, LSU. He was picked in the seventh round, first overall in the seventh round. Cool. Good ball security. Nick Casario opened up and was talking about him. He's, he's smart with the ball. I think he had 16 touchdowns and two picks last year. Really? Wow. Zero fumbles. That's huge. LSU oh, And he completed he completed 60% of his passes. How did LSU do this year? They I'll look it up right now. 
Is it the Just talk. I'll look it up. Citrus Bowl. They made it to some bowl. I forget what bowl they lost. They made it to a bowl game. They All went right. nine and four, I think, on the year. Okay. They weren't bad. They had a decent year. And then after that, seventh round, 25th pick, 243rd overall, whatever. You had Keon Crossing, defensive back from Western Carolina. They have, they gave him for a, a, a draft grade of basically this dude ain't making the roster. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put it in nice terms. Then last you had Ryan Izzo, tight end from Florida State. Um, guy 6'5", 256, good size. They took him late in the seventh round. Uh-huh. They have him listed as a backup special teamers. Okay. So we'll see what happens to him. I didn't go looking at all of his stats because, quite frankly, I'm like, I don't care about the late round, seventh round pick of the tight end. They just took him for depth to see where We're, he can match up here, yeah. because they are the the Pats already picked up what's his name there, who is the other guy? I know you're talking about. Oh my god, from um, Arizona. Yeah, Cardinals. I know you're talking Nicholas. about. Nicholas. Yep, he already took him. So we'll see. It's just light a little fire under their ass. Overall, I'm really I'm not mad about it. The only thing that made me scratch my head is the fact that they took Sony Michelle. Because you already have a plethora of running backs. Jeremy Hill, James White. Um, One of them could be going. Gilsley, Gilsley could Burkhead, be going, yeah. uh, Devlin. You have all these guys. Mm-hmm. No, Devlin ain't going anywhere. He's a power. No, I, I don't think he's going anywhere anyways. No he's the best fullback in the league. He's the only fullback in the league. Yeah, there's a few, but he's the best one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. So, LSU lost in the Citrus Bowl to Noro Dame. It was okay. And they finished 18th overall in the country. Yeah, they weren't bad. They were good. He's a solid. He yeah, they, seems, they lost to Alabama and Troy. That yeah. was it. He seems like a solid, legitimate quarterback. We don't know if he's going to start. Good project player. Yes. That's how I see it. Good project player. And he's got good size. I like that. Mm-hmm. And he played in a pro-style offense under Cam Cameron. So, yeah, so that's beautiful. So hopefully he could just mesh right in with this. Yeah, I like very it. Very difficult offense that we good, want here. Yeah, good understudy. Good understudy. I can't wait for preseason. I'll watch, be watching him carefully. Yeah. He's a, he's a guy to keep your eyes on. I'm trying. I I reached out to a few of the LSU coaches via email. Oh, try, really? Trying to get a quote on him because Casario was talking about his ball security, so yep. I wanted to get a quote from them. I haven't heard back from him yet. They're like, who the hell is the John Hardiman dude? Yeah, they're probably like, who's this guy? <laughs> Whatever. What's this mass hole from Boston want from me? <laughs> Go pound sand. Yeah. They're probably saying. <laughs> I, I would play. I'd play our uh, our siren sounder for you, but the last time I played it, it was way too hot and yeah. it sounded terrible. Uh-huh. So I'm just gonna skip it for your purposes. So okay. I don't I don't piss you off, and so already, I don't I'm piss off our listeners and blow out their eardrums. Like right in their ears. But we finally concluded the fabulous four round yes, of did. our slew bang of madness. Thank God. I have all the numbers right here. I didn't tell Bird who won anything. Nope, he didn't. So this is all news to him. I'm probably get mad. Why? Because if you say someone, oh, I just go. All right. Someone, who do you want to know first? Advance, I'm gonna be pissed. Who do you want to know first? Yours. Mine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, taking home 55.6 of the total votes uh-huh. and moving on to the finals. Oh boy. Is Miss Sarah Underwood? Felga. Oh, boy. <laughs> the Wood is moving on to the finals. Nice. She took home 55.6 of the total votes. Uh-huh. She beat Maria Stefanos. That's, that's, that was close, too. That's by 11.2% of the vote. That's not bad. Shout out to both of them. She took both, she took both Twitter and the survey votes. Nice. The Wood. Mm-hmm. So, congratulations to her. Yep. She's moving on. I, 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 I got to tell Felga and Mash, I got to tell Mari. And like, dude, you got pipe this for us please <laughs> you get so mad <laughs> i wish i wish this worked out for us i thought about rigging it but I, I was like that totally throws off all credibility here rig what the wood no oh. the matchup in the finals oh so we'd right. have two of the same girls from the same station going against each oh, other but I it gotcha, didn't gotcha, work gotcha. out that way all right, all right. it bad, came pretty bad. damn close oh i see where you're going with that but casey mcdonald from nesson Took Bird's side of the bracket nice. with 53.6% of the votes. All right. She knocked off Jessica Reyes from Fox 25 with 7.2%. <laughs> I see where you're going with that. Fox would have been divided. <laughs> yeah. You would have had you would have had a battle, a battle of the foxes on our bracket. So it might have worked out probably a little bit better, though. Battle of the foxes right there. Boom. 
Still big at finals. Yeah. Oh. But instead, we have the number two Sarah Underwood going up against the number six Casey McDonald of Nesson. Nice. It's an OG versus kind of a youngish buck. Oh yeah, I like How it. How old is Casey? Do we know? No, I don't think we should say on the air on our podcast either. But she's young. Why? I don't want. To, you you don't say a girl's age on the anywhere. It's like what I told uh, Rebecca. How old are you? Thirty two, and she's almost pimp slapped me in the face. She's like, don't ever say that again. <laughs> girls don't like it when they say their. If you ask a girl's age, they get pissed. It's it's, kind of, it's hilarious. I know. To me, but, it's hilarious, but I'm just not going there. Yeah, I know. But when do I care about people being pissed at me? No, I know. Out <laughs> <Not> of respect. <laughs> uh, yeah. So congratulations. That's a that's a, a slew bang of madness final. Sarah Underwood versus Casey McDonald. Voting's gonna open as soon as I put the polls up. We'll be running it until uh, whenever the heck we record again. The thing though. Casey barely won the Twitter poll. Really? Against Reyes. All right. She only beat her by 2%. Which That's was. It? Yeah. That's close. That's she could have. Really that close. was her chance to steal it because McDonald took 56% of the vote on SurveyMonkey. So Reyes had a chance to steal it if people voted a little more on Twitter. We didn't have as many votes as we hoped or have liked on Twitter, but that's fine. No knock on it. I know our show sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but not really. It doesn't really suck. If she wins, we have we have to get her on for like five minutes and talk to her. Oh, that'd be absolutely insane, How does it dude. feel to win 98 Mile in a Slammer Slovenka tournament? Oh, it'd be uh, insane. Be like, who the hell are these two? I know Birds of the Morning Show. I don't even, he probably doesn't even know my name. No, probably no, not. Like, no way. I mean, I think I said hi to him once. Actually, he said hi to me once in the hallways. So, I got that going for me, which isn't much. The dude thinks a candy bar shouldn't cost more than a dollar. Bird will do anything just for a food. Add them both together, and you got just for a food for a dollar. Right here on the Dude and Bird Show. So, stick around, because they're going to try something new right now. Oh, uh, yeah. Here we go. I got something special for us to try right here. Ooh. Live on the Dude and Bird Show. What you got for me? Um, We got... We got another hers product. Oh boy! Yeah, cause I I didn't get uh I didn't get to the store to grab anything, but so I went to the vending machine. These were a dollar. Nice. Hers potato popped chips. So basically, I think it's a knockoff of the the pops chips that you see out in the market. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They look pretty good. Nice. Sea salted. Ooh. Sea salt. Bad good. Ooh. Looks like they put a decent amount inside the bag. Grab a few of those. Oh, wow. Yeah. See how they are. Try them live here on the Dude and Bird Show. I hope they're pretty good. Missing my mouth. Ooh, delicious. It's not too salty. No. Nice crunch. Yeah. They're actually really good. I'm actually impressed. Mm. I like how you're biting into air. (laughs) Yeah, that's the the thing about pop chips. Mm. Ingredients: dehydrated potato, yeah, potato, potato starch, rice flour, mm. sunflower oil, and or canola oil. Pick one. Which one is it? What the fuck is that? I don't know, dude. <laughs> what do you mean, and or? Who it? says that on the friggin' ingredients? I don't know, man. Just pick one or the other. And sunflower lithium. Oh boy, that sounds lethal. I like it. Lithium. I like that. Yeah. Let me get some more of those. Those are good, man. I like those. 90 calories, 140 sodium, potassium, 139, one gram of sugar, saturated fat, zero. I'm wow. going 89 cents. Wow. I like them. I do. I gotta go to the page, write this down. Hers. Pop chips. Buy a bag of these when you're high. Woo! Bird. How much? 89 cents. I'm going uh, 91. 91 cents. I think these things are delicious, dude. They're very delicious. Yeah. I'm going to have to buy these again. Mm. I just plow up, just buying like the regular size bag of them at the market. They'll oh, be gone I in like two bites. In a half hour. No, I even go. Probably like 30 seconds. Yeah. I like these. These are good. They're really good. I definitely recommend those. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, I got to go job lots still and buy those other ones. Which ones? Um... I forget the where I got the screenshot of them. Cool. The one our Twitter friend keeps sending us. Oh yeah, yeah. 
delicious. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to go right to the birdcage? Um, yeah. All right. Sure, that works. Ready? Uh. Bird's about to give it to you. Right here on the Dude and Bird Show. You're going in the birdcage. Yes, you are. Why did you say that? Who does that? You're going right in the birdcage, my friend. Who says stupid things? Why are you so dumb? My goodness gracious, why are you dumb? In the birdcage you go. All right, oh, what happened? No. Where'd it go? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I got it. I got it. All right. All right, you ready for this nonsense? Yeah. Man angry over socks attacks two with a sword. What? A ninja sword. Yeah. Guy attacks him with a sword. Hold on. Oh, why are you freezing on me? Don't freeze. Over on me. socks? Yeah. You know what's funny? If I if I was if I was like a famous person or something and I got endorsement deals, my main my main deal I'd want is with like Fruit of the Loom or Nike or Adidas or someone just for socks. So I could, every time I put on a pair of socks, I put on a brand new pair. And then the pair that I've taken off, I'm going to wash and donate. <laughs> oh, dude. Just throw it away. I use them as a dirt dust. I, yeah, I, but think about how many pairs of socks would pile up on my house. The stroll every, done. If every time I put on a brand new pair of socks and got rid of the other pair that I just wore. That's true. That's a lot I'm of not going to waste them. No, I use Obviously, them as I clean them. I, yeah, but I can only dust so much. <laughs> I definitely, I just clean them and donate them. So a Hudson man is behind bars after deputies say he attacked two people with a ninja sword because he was angry over socks. Wait, why, 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 what's so great about these socks? What, what, can you tell me? Can anyone tell me? No. So, according to the arrest, the 47-year-old man, Brandon McRae, started arguing with people inside his home and accused several of them of stealing his socks. <laughs> Who steals socks? There's nothing great about them. I hate my own socks. Yeah. Someone needs to get a life. That's what this sounds like. So McRae threatened the people around his home, saying they would back with us back and you'd be sorry. So one woman was identified as an ex-girlfriend, suffered a large and significant cut on her leg from the sword. According Ooh. to the arrest report. Ooh. And another dude lost several fingers and swung a sword on a man's head and neck. So like these I said, he suffered injuries from his hand and arm, and then missed a few, he's missed several fingers. Oh my god! Dude, over socks? That's Come insane. On. It is insane. He's in jail. This happened, and all went down on May second. Wow. <laughs> I mean, both victims were taken to the hospital, so this guy's going to jail for attempted murder and domestic aggravated battery with a deadly weapon. It's a good place for him. And this is all in Florida again. Of thank course. You, thank you, Florida, for all your. And speaking of Florida, I have, oh, a, I have another story here because we when we were discussing the birdcage and stuff, I was like, "Oh yeah, I had to go on to Facebook and find out what what um, story Bird is that he tagged me in yeah. here because he always tags me in something. I, 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 when I see something ridiculous, I'm like, "Oh yeah, birdcage." So yeah, I can remember. So, in uh, the point of me doing that, I I came across this story: man accused of trying to burn several sex offenders to death at motel. And guess what? This was also in Florida. <laughs> a man is accused of trying to burn several sex offenders to death at a Florida motel. I have no problem with that. <laughs> Jorge, Jorge Porto Saria, si. 50, was arrested and charged with four counts of attempted premeditated murder. Point Sierra uh, confessed to the crime and said he arrived at the motel to barbecue all the chill, <laughs> all the child molesters on fire and kill them. So clearly this guy doesn't speak proper English. But he wanted to go to this motel and basically burn all these creepers to death. Sounds like a hero to me. Yeah. They said authorities said the suspect broke a window at at the hotel, yep. Broke a window. This I'm th I'm reading this how how they wrote it okay. because oh, it's boy. so choppy. It's Florida. <laughs> authorities said the suspect broke a window at a room at the Friendly Village Inn in Kissimmee, Florida, to pour gasoline inside. 
Witnesses said he screamed, I'm going to kill you, child molester, <laughs> and started throwing gasoline on the room's front door, I be laughing all, all while carrying a cigarette. He also He's also accused of pouring gasoline on a car. Well, if you're going to pour it on the car, you might as well just pour it in the tank, bro. Sure. At least two of the four victims are confirmed sex offenders. Nice. The suspect has been put in jail yep. without bond, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, deputies asked why he didn't carry out his threats, and he responded by saying, you got here too soon. <laughs> so if the police didn't arrive when they did... Oh, he would have killed all of them. He would have torched that place. He would have sent that thing up in flames. I have no problem with him killing child molesters. No, it's awesome. I wish it happened. More, I wish people would just take more action to that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're... It's, if, Innocent until proven guilty. If yes. you're guilty of it, yeah. Yes. If you're not, I mean, if you're going to trial and that stuff, you're not, you know what I mean? Yeah. No, Let's like see. you go, you walk, like I wonder if this guy walked into the post office and looked at the pictures on the wall and then went and hunted them down at this motel. I love it. Or if he knew that this is where they all Hot hung tip. out. Hot tip. <laughs> yeah, this was their spot where they all, like their. their, their He's a modern day Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> no, Exactly. Like, this guy, he's probably going to jail, and they're probably, like, asking why he's in jail for it. He's like, I was trying to light the child molesters on fire, and they caught me too soon. Like, that's huge cred in the pen. Oh, I know. Because you go in there as a molester, dude, your life's over. I know. You got to go and seg, because the murderers and the robbers and all these other guys, they're going to beat the bag out of you. Yeah. Because that's, like, the one crime that criminals... Criminals... It doesn't fly. No, exactly. And it shouldn't. No. Because they're innocent. But like, I mean, if they're in jail and they're accused uh, of it, they got to wait yeah, it out. I'm saying, like, kids kids are innocent. You I know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're going out and, like, robbing the bank or something. Yeah, that's not the one I want. Like, you're an adult. You made your own choice. Exactly. Like, you made a choice. Oh, yeah. Same thing as them, but you... You take advantage of a child and that's just... Yeah, you're done. Yeah, that's not cool at all. You're all over. Like, you're lucky if you live, like, to see another day mm-hmm. at that point. Especially if you end up in jail. Like, this dude... <laughs> like props to you, man. Imagine if he fin- imagine if he ended up getting the job done, and he just torched the whole place. Oh, he'd be a god in that jail. But a living uh, legend. The other thing, though, is too is the innocent bystanders. Oh yeah, that's who I didn't think of that. That's that's the yeah. risky thing of the whole thing is he could have taken out innocent other people. people yeah, families, yeah, that he really wasn't aiming to take out. My issue is why the child molesters. I'm, I'm sure they're arrested and yeah. probably procedure. Why are they in Kissimmee, Florida, right near Disneyland and Universal and stuff? They should be like 30 miles inland in the middle of no man's land, Florida. Yeah, like how like how you can't live within a certain radius of schools. Exactly, stuff. yeah. This should be one of like certain theme parks. Of Di- you should yeah. be like 10, mile, 10, 20 miles away from theme parks. My thing is, is you're in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Why didn't this guy just get a gun and shoot him in the face? He probably wasn't thinking clear. I don't know. Because you, you, you and I could go drive down to Florida right now and have a gun and right when we get there. Oh, I know. As soon as we drive over the border of Florida. Yeah. So why, why, yeah, why, so why didn't this guy just go get a gun and shoot him all in the face? Do you want an M16 or an AK-47? Yeah. Would it be Ice Cube? No? Okay. Right. <laughs> like they had him. Like That's clever. Smart move on his behalf. <laughs> Trying to light the building on fire. I don't know about that. I mean, if you light the child molesters on fire, it's fine with me. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I want to know. How I, we, I want to be like the Punisher. No hurt innocent people. You yes. know what I mean? No, I I totally agree with that. And a lot of people are just the crowd. You guys are mean. You should be killing people. Kind of like the mob. Yeah, it is a mob mentality type of thing. It is because the mob, their ideas don't really take innocent lives. You're taking out the jamokes that got the, beef with your crew in the competition. Yeah, exactly. Whether it's drugs or power or money yeah. or whatever. It's time for us to hit the bricks. Nice. So until next time. Hopefully we'll be back next week or... Yeah. Uh, I'll pull up the schedule. schedule. Hold on. (laughs) I'll pull it up real quick here right now. Well, we got a chance. I know next week I'll be busy for the next seven days. Uh, Let's see here. We do it next Monday. Now you have a... There's a home game. Damn it. It would be... um, Oh, jeez. Yeah, exactly. Now next week would be uh, pretty tough. Mm -hmm. Pretty tough. Well, we could do it Saturday morning. It's a late game, but that's up to you. Yeah, I'll, if you I'm, down, to. I'm down. Yeah, I'll do it Saturday. All right. Yeah, so that works out well then. So make sure you go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude and Birdshow. Like us on Facebook. Tell your friends about the show. Make sure you rate and subscribe and review us and all that other happy horse crap. Please do it. Make sure you vote in the final round of Sue Bang of Madness. 
Um, I'm not sure yet if we're gonna... We'll go. We'll keep the vote going. Because I don't want to just stop. If we're going to record on Saturday, that's not enough time to get all these votes in. I don't no. only give, like, four days of vote. That's kind of foolish. Yeah. So we'll keep it going. Okay. Is that all right? Yeah. Does that sound good? Yeah. Franklin, that go with you, brah? Yeah, he's not, Nana. All right, cool. Good. I, I got I, I to let the dog know his wife's in the finals. Yeah, I, we got to make it happen. I'll talk to Jim Murray. Yeah. Whoever. We got to. I just want to hear. I don't want to talk about, what the hell's a slow banger thing? Or no, well, I'm gonna. I already have the graphic ready to go, so I'll tweet it out and I'll tag her and Casey in it. And tag Telegram Mass too, because he'll get pissed. I'll be like, uh, oh, congratulations to our Slubang and Madness finalists, blah blah blah. Here we go, this is who's in it, and (laughs) oh, it'll be so funny. But, anyways, go Celtics. Hopefully, they get the sweep. If not. They at least knock off the 76ers to move on to the Eastern Conference Finals to probably play LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers. But time, there's still plenty of time to be able to dictate that. So until next time, get out of Boston. <laughs>